Welcome to Wake the Bear Radio with your host, Brandon Johnson, Chris Hurst, and Ron Powers. All right, another good night. Yeah, time to wake the bear. Wake it up. Big time, big time. This has been a crazy week, uh, a busy week for me, but also just the news cycle is just full of a ton of stuff. It's like, what do you, where do you start? What do you cover? Um, so we're just going to cover a bunch of things tonight, uh, mostly. Well, we'll get to it. I'm going to hold off on that. But, uh, you know, I was wa- watching uh, a number of alternative newses and some like you guys do. Um, and there was an interview that uh, Oliver, not Oliver, <laughs> um, Stone, uh, Roger, Roger Stone. Stone, yeah. And, you know, I didn't know that, but he, you know, in the height of his oppression, you know, when they, they took away his house, they took him away in chains. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he, he was a, a longtime friend of President Trump, and they wanted him to... Um, say something bad about him. He's like, there's nothing I can say bad about him. Um, you know, he's and they were trying to pin like Russia collusion on him, mm-hmm. and so as a result, you know, they they took him away in shackles. This is a what was yeah. he, a 68 year old man? His FBI wife's raid with 25 cops, fully fully yep. automatic rifles coming to your house in the middle of the night. Helicopter. CNN happened he, to be set up before it all happened. He was a dangerous guy. So that 60 year uh, eight year old. Oh, man. I guess so. One point one million dollars that cost for that arrest. Wow. So anyway, uh, so but during the, the during the midst of that, he was so depressed. Um, he was uh, hanging out with Franklin Graham, Billy Graham's son, and uh, he just said, "Hey, can you say a couple good words to God above uh, for me?" And Franklin said, "You know what? Even better, if you give your life to Jesus, He will get you through this. I promise you, wow. He will get you through this." And he sat down and thought about it for a couple days and then he went to this open air revival big tent revival revival. and it was like 2,000 people he said and he said Franklin is preaching and and all of a sudden he's called everybody up forward what they call an altar call and he says I just felt like I needed to do that and so he goes forward receives Jesus as his savior and he says I could feel the burdens just lifted up and wow. I knew I was going to be taken care of and that God would somehow take care of me and then he went on and, and shared a couple miracles that happened in his life since wow. then so it was really encouraging to hear that and um you know and then he started talking about hey I'm reading the Bible every day and it was really it's kind of cute to hear him because he's such a new believer and mm. just some of his wording and stuff but uh, and he's like, oh, I, I don't understand that King James stuff. It, it took me uh, like hours to get one one paragraph. So I went with this new study Bible, you know, and I'm learning every day. Wow. And he says, there's, you know, there's different kind of Christians I've learned. And he says, as long <laughs> as you believe that Jesus died for your sins, rose from the dead, and is Lord, then you're good with me, you know. So wow. I thought, how simple and how right on that the, the money. That is beautiful. It was. It was so neat to hear him say that. And he says, you know, uh, some people believe that there's prophets or people that have prophetic gifts and they they can prophesy and others uh, don't believe that he goes i I became friends with two of them robert bullock and then uh kim clement's daughter i can't remember her name but uh he says you know kim kim clement he was the guy who had you know years ago um new zealand new zealand uh, south africa south african yeah okay and uh he had prophesied that trump would be president and a bunch of other things uh, that we'd have two presidents at the same time and yeah. people yeah. would say how can this be two presidents yeah. uh, i mean who would prophesy something like that right so un uh, it, it couldn't happen right yet i feel like we're ha- it's happening now so, so roger stone so, got severely impacted by what was going on in his life and it led him to christ and he woke up to god's love absolutely i mean that, ultimately that's what we're about i mean we 
there's a there's a point where we realize that this is this earth is not our home. There's another home that's coming. There's, there's another kingdom that we serve and that we're passing through. But we're supposed to occupy as long as we're here. We're supposed to bring the kingdom of God to this earth. Jesus said, you know, pray this as it is in heaven, let it be on earth. Well, if you're praying that, that means that Jesus wants that. So, yeah. and he wants his believers to, to bring heaven on earth. So that would affect all seven mountains of culture, including the political spectrum, the you know, political arena. Yeah. And so Roger, you know, one of those prophecies dealt with a stone. He said, there'll be a stone. He says, right. remember that name. I remember hearing that. He says, remember that name. And he says, and I, I think it's me. And they're, and they're saying it was me and God's going to use me. And so he's like wow. unashamedly standing up for things and, and pointing things out. And he goes, you know, they all think I'm crazy and stuff like that, but I only care what God thinks. And, mm. and so it's really neat. And speaking of prophecy or prophetic, mm. uh, it, it seems like uh, President Trump kind of entered into the realm of prophecy prophecy yeah. or at least predictions uh this week they were playing the predictions of what joe biden was saying well joe biden was acknowledging that there are prophets and he was acknowledging that there were false prophets except that maybe they were true maybe they were true here's a clip i i, I want to hear this out of joe yeah. biden on prophecy of trump predicting biden's presidency disasters it's pretty funny i'll, I'll play the clip before I took office, there was a lot of folks out there, a lot of folks out there making some pretty bold predictions about how things would turn out. You might remember some of the predictions. They're coming for your guns, they're coming for your jobs, and they're coming for your freedom. They hate American energy, and Joe Biden will shut it all down. He's going to. Uh, that if, if I became president, if Biden's elected, he will wipe out your energy industry. Another prediction. That's my favorite one, I must add, is that if I got elected, gas prices going five, six, seven dollars for a gallon. They <laughs> <laughs> oh flood your communities with criminal aliens, drugs, and crime while they live behind beautiful gated compounds. <laughs> they try to take away your guns, Second Amendment, they want to take it away, while they enjoy private security that's fully armed. I never spent trillions of dollars rebuilding foreign nations, fighting foreign wars, and defending foreign borders. So for all those predictions of doom and gloom six months in, here's where we stand. Do you want to use the word recession or depression? Think of a single mom struggling to put food on the table each month. You know, it's uh, sad. So if your primary concern right now is inflation, we could stop it in 30 minutes. When I took off, he finally went outside. He went to get an ice cream. Look, the bottom line is this. I say you're not doing a very good job. <laughs> oh, my gosh. That's hilarious. Yeah, yeah. But it's so true. I mean, you think about all the things he was saying on the campaign trail. What could happen if uh, Joe Biden and we're seeing it now? And, and what I think is happening here, and, and I think most people are waking up to, and I really believe that this is time to wake, this up, wake up, the ridiculous Green New Deal is the motivation for everything Biden is doing is it, it is to squeeze the American people into accepting electric cars that cost a hundred thousand dollars. I don't know. You're struggling from paycheck to paycheck and you you're supposed to go buy a Tesla and put solar panels on your house because the gas is at $7 a gallon. I mean, it doesn't make any sense, it, the, but it, I mean, it didn't never made any sense anyways. But the Green New Deal is to squeeze everybody into this plan, yeah. which is including the, gro the global reset, the great reset. 
and make everybody follow to what the government wants and what these elitists in, in Davos and around the world have planned for us. And they, they want to control everything about people on the earth. Yeah, the heavy red tape from the top-down uh, structure of the federal government that, that wants to put more rules. There's a, um, it's interesting, there's a, uh, there's a company, it's actually a, a pork company that's uh, leaving Smithfield in, in Inc. It's the largest pork packer in the United States, and they're leaving California. And basically they said... The operational costs are just too high here, and they said the regulations are too strict. And so they're taking, they're shutting down all their employees, they're letting their hog herds um, get culled, and they're leaving the state. And that that's going to be a, a food supply issue. We've talked wow. about food supply in the past, yeah. but it's also a huge plant that is taking uh, farmer jobs and uh, meatpacking jobs and it's sending it to another another state so uh, the, the new green deal has expense to it anytime you put government um, uh, the, just red tape it is a heavy burden for business owners and and suddenly the middle class and the small business person they're not able to follow any of the rules and and it's why we have this exodus from california right now well you you know uh there was a uh, report that came out today my wife read it and she gave it to me today she said uh, showing that there was not two hundred thousand, but three hundred thousand people left california in 2021 wow three hundred thousand people left so people are using it and and they're not going to the other states to turn them into california they're running from California and hoping to find ref, ref, you know, refuge, yeah, refuge in solace in a, country, in, a, in a country that's still called America, some other place. Because yeah. California is being destroyed by these Marxist leftist people. And you know, there's bill after bill right now in Sacramento with the AB2223 still being on the, on the dock. I don't know. We don't even know where that's at right now. If a caller knows, call and let us know. There's the, uh, the other bill that's letting, saying that kids as young as 12 can get um, any FDA experimental injections without parent consent. It's just ridiculous. I mean, I, you used to have to have yeah. like a, a, a parent note just to get a, an Advil at school or, a, or a, yeah. a aspirin. So, so, so then you finally come to say, okay, well, what do we do? Okay, Brandon, you know, Chris, you know, Ron, what do we do? Well, well we say, go vote. And we go, well... The problem is, is that people don't, they're like, they're discouraged. They don't believe in voting anymore because it feels like their vote doesn't work. And we want to encourage you, please vote. Why? Because it makes it harder for them to cheat. And I I think that's the big focus tonight. We're we're going to take calls at at 35 and ask the question, why do you think the voter voting was so low in Santa Cruz County in in California this year? Yeah, it was 18% of the registered voters uh, actually either did mail-in or in-person voting in our county. And that's even below the state average, which is just over 21%. So this primary was one of the worst voter turnouts in the history of California. Yeah, that's uh, it's frustrating because, I mean, there's there's quite a few people in the church that should be voting that I know haven't been, you know, and I, I, I want to ring up and say, just say, you idiots, you're an idiot. You know, everything that you stand for is being attacked right now through legislation, through the schools, through that, and what are you doing? What are you doing? 
and you know we have the option and the opportunity to vote and we can't even get it. they've made it even easy right mm -hmm. you can at least fill it out spend a half hour hour and and do a little research i mean that's minimal but and and stick it in your mailbox or dropbox you know i mean they've made it to where it's so easy and there's no excuse and yeah. i don't think i think you should go down in person yeah I mean, that's what it, i did you know that's what i did too but i don't know what we can do i i don't want to keep beating people up or insulting them like I just did. Um, well, I think you, you do, it, part of waking people up is waking people up. And I think you mentioned this, Ron, once before. It took the Israelites going through a 40-year cycle of, of getting so bad in the book of Judges where they cried out to God and then the Lord sent a deliverer over and over and over again. The Lord sent a judge, he sent a deliverer. And, you know, that's a pattern that we see in the Old Testament. I mean, we're in the New Testament covenant time, but it, it, when is it going to get Same so bad? Like, how many dollars a gallon do you need to pay before you finally say, I'm going to do something? For me, I, I just, I, before we started Wake the Bear, you know, and two years ago, I just, I got to this point, I felt like the Lord said, you know, reminding me, like, I'm going to be held accountable with what I do with my time on the earth. And I thought to myself, you know, the Lord's going to say to me, number one, did you leave a more empowered church? Brandon, as a leader, as a pastor, did, did you help empower the church? And was it, was it more powerful? Was it more aligned with my spirit when you're done than when you started? And then the second part was like it. Did you leave a more freer nation than the one you inherited? And, and I, and I got to say, uh, no, because when I was born, California was the top of the schools in the nation. There, you know, California was a very different place with my wife and I when we were born. It is now a very, very different place and almost unrecognizable. And I, and I just got to say, we are going to be held accountable. I mean, there's no place in the Bible where Jesus says, you can just focus on heaven and don't worry about anything on earth. Right. You're so heavenly minded, you're no earthly good. Right. You know? And we have to act. We, we, if, if the church doesn't occupy and it isn't salt and light, then the earth becomes dark and decayed. And who's at fault? The, the, those who are not believers or those who are supposed to be the light? Yeah, you know, last week we, we went over the 16-year plan to destroy America. Let me just say that again. The plan was and still is to destroy America by uh, the, the eight years of the Obama administration and then the eight years of the Hillary Clinton administration, which was interrupted by Donald Trump. John Trump, mm -hmm. uh, thank you, Lord, outsider. that we had an outsider interrupt that plan. And so what we're seeing right now is we're seeing a, a very high level of uh, pushback against conservatives. I don't know if you've noticed it out there with Brett K Kavanaugh uh, yeah. in front of his house, what's going on there, that he had, uh, he had as a Supreme Court justice, he had someone come and was arrested trying to break, he was going to break into his house and try and murder him. And he said, that's what I came to do. And uh, thankfully, the person uh, had a moment of sanity and called 911 on himself. Wow. But even right now, there are, are people outside his home that are protesting. And that, you know, that's clearly against the Constitution of yeah. influencing SOTUSes. But I, I honestly believe, and this isn't to be doom or gloom, but there is a volatility in the air right now. And I, I, I don't know if you can feel it, but yeah. I can feel it. And it's pushing against conservative voices 
uh, and we're in a blue state. So, mm. you know, we are on the front line. And so we want to encourage as the bear wakes up, you need to be strong and very courageous. Mm. You need to um, stay together, know what you're saying, and do not back down. This is going to be our finest hour. That's right. And so That's what right. you're talking about, the church engaging, I'll tell you, we are on a timeline between now 150 days between the vote, right. November election. If things do not shift, and we've got some great candidates uh, in in position for November, but it, we have got to get our votes out there because if it goes like it went for the primary we are going to have a very difficult future in our lives. Yeah, and, and I think you're not trying to be doom and gloom, but you, you do finally have to just tell people, wake up. You do have to splash cold water on them and say, look at what is going to happen. Can you do not see what's happening? Do you not see what's going to happen? You've got to wake up. And so that's what we're about. Um, but, you know, going back to our question tonight, you know, why are people so apathetic? Why are they so lethargic? Why are they not... Voting? Why is the church? I mean, there's ninety, you know, ninety million evangelicals in America. You know, it's like almost a third of the country. If every evangelical who believes in Jesus, who says they believe in Jesus, believes in righteousness, if they all voted, we'd win every election all all across the board. So, there's something there that's making people silent, that's keeping them from not even going into a you know a, a booth and voting. What is that thing? And, and, and I think we have like five topics that I would say are part of contributing to that. And I think the number one, well, okay, so here's one. Um, it used to be you had a voting day. That's in the Constitution. They're rewriting this, having a voting month. Because what, what the California election attorney official said, be patient. There's over 2 million of the votes left to count. How how did how with modern technology do we become less efficient at doing this? I mean, yeah. we could do it in the day. Yeah, we set up some systems that are really slow and really cumbersome and really bad and easy to manipulate and easy to cheat. Yep, that's uh, that's very frustrating to see a month. I mean, mm -hmm. that just makes no sense to me. It, it makes sense if you're trying to throw an election. Because, you know, if you had a 24-hour period where a lot of eyes are on it, we're going to watch both right. sides, mm -hmm. you could be pretty intense for 24 hours. But if you spread that over 30 days, you know, there's going to be a gaps. slow day. Someone's not really paying attention. Right. Something, mm -hmm. And boom, that's when they'll do it. They'll find that opportunity. Yeah, I mean, what, what we saw with COVID is it introduced this everybody gets to vote, we're going to send you uh, a ballot or you can download one on the internet. And I mean, this used to be very sacred and secure. There was some sort of, um, what is it, when your evidence, your, your, that you follow the evidence that, that your ballot has. Oh, uh, chain of custody. Chain of custody, yeah, you, you thank have a you. Very clear chain of custody. There's no way that, that something can slip in. No, certainly not the USPS, uh, the, who is um, definitely part of the Democratic Party. Many voters, they still aren't sure. Uh, so what happened in COVID is the emergency changes in the mail-in voting and the drop boxes, the Zucker boxes that were paid for um, by Mark Zuckerberg. He spent millions of dollars putting them on, on the corners. And, and then... Uh, it went from we're going to do this for COVID to suddenly it became law in California. You know, you blink and there's a new law that that uh, that you're a little bit confused about. Many voters, they, they weren't even sure about the process. Yeah. 
Yeah, I think that people are confused and they're making something that's difficult and challenging already way more difficult and challenging and confusing. And I think people are just, they're just, there's a spirit of confusion on the whole thing about voting. Yeah, because well, you, you, they need to grow a pair and go in and say, I'm going to go in by in person. Right. You know, what's happening is, is they, they are worn down. Stop being worn down. Stop being a baby. Pull your thumb out of your mouth and take charge because you know what? There's more of us than there are of them. Right. That COVID, if you haven't done any research on that COVID, you know, it's the first for everything. Well, let me tell you, it was a scam from the beginning, okay? Right. Yes, people got sick with something, but to shut down the whole world, I mean, most people that are getting COVID now are just having a couple days worth of it, okay, mm -hmm. as, as that strain's wearing down. Mm -hmm. There was plenty of... Um, what do you call it? Uh, preventatives. Preventatives, mm -hmm. one, you know, the zinc, the quercetin, the quercetin vitamin the, the D. Vitamin D. Uh, and then if you had it, the hydroxychloroquine. I mean, you just uh, have exercise, to turn off the sunlight. stupid TV and just do a little research. You know, there, it's not like it was a bunch of people in a basement that came up with solutions. These were doctors. We have 17,000 doctors right now. Some of them are the most peer-reviewed doctors in the world saying that this vaccine is destroying your immunity and you are going to get it. And what I'm seeing now is the people that are getting it the most, like I think it's three-fourths of the people, the cases, are people that have the double jab and the boost and all that wow, stuff. Yeah. Wake up. You need to stop. Yeah, okay, true. read, read. Stop letting things be spoon-fed. You know, you're nursing on, what is it, uh, the mentally crippled or nursing on the cathode ray nipple, you know, and oh they need goodness. to get off that. And, and, yeah, so, man. Well, they're LCD now, so we need another acronym. But, um, so, okay, so let's talk about Santa Cruz County. So it was a 17, there were 17 drop boxes, another half dozen polling places. But in, in a place like Sacramento, there was 170 official collection boxes. So it, all of this slows the process. It, 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 it puts ambiguity in the chain of custody. It, it makes people feel like maybe I, my vote doesn't count. Maybe it doesn't yeah. matter. Yeah, and uh, there's so much uh, opportunity for fraud to come in. And then the process, I mean, you could vote in any county. So I could have been in Sacramento and dropped off my ballot in Sacramento. So now that that it's the, the voters registrar office's responsibility to get my vote that might have been dropped in a drop box to Santa Cruz County. You know, you, you, you load it on the mule. Hopefully not the 2,000 mules, oh my God. but and you get it here. So I mean, it's just so cumbersome for the the county clerk offices, and they they most of them have temps. So they've got these temps working, and these temps are the experts who are verifying signatures. And most of the observation I was reading an article of a lady who was observing in Orange County. She said they were requiring them to look at. Uh, eight signatures every five seconds and these are people who've, who've never done this before yeah. they're supposed to so they're like zip 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 but their primary goal is we got to get the count out we have to count the ballots mm -hmm. and so you have a secondary goal of verifying signatures and authentic making the authentic uh call on was that even a a, a good vote and these um the the testimony of these observers who were not allowed to say anything. They could write something on a little card that they could submit later. But by then, mm. you know, the, the count had already gone by and the, the envelopes had been separated. They were, uh, they were horrified. They said, we could tell that there were some bad signatures. And we were, we were looking up on a big screen observing them. And so these processes 
are not good. Yeah. Wouldn't it be easier just to have the person come in in person, show their ID? ID. The ID's already worked out. You right. know, you see the picture. Right. And, I mean, a picture is a lot easier than trying to look at two signatures, right? right? Well, there's, oh, there is a freckles, problem with that, Ron. You know, that um, there are over... Um, <laughs> there, are, there are over 200 million illegal aliens in our nation and over 2.2 of them, over 10% of them voted. So that, that could be a problem. How many? Two, 10%. Okay. So we have... So 20, it's 20 million or 20... 22 million, I'm, I'm, 22 yeah, million okay. illegal yeah, 22 um, million. Okay. people that are, are in our country illegally. These are not legal aliens. They're illegal. And they, have, uh, they, they found out in 2020, they did a, a review that 2.2... Uh, 10% plus actually voted mm. in the 2020 election. Right. So that could be a problem with, um, with the plan. If you, you go same day, you'd actually have to show ID identification. Right. Yeah. So basically what she's saying is that we, it, this is the way to fix it. It is the way to fix yeah, it. I, I was being I, sarcastic. Sarcastic. You, we have to ID people. Like when I go in to vote in, I walk up, I show them my ID and I hand them my ballot and they go, oh, we don't need that. And I said, you should need this. You should need it. Yeah. Yeah. So Shame you know on it's you. Right. And then dirty, so there's some problems. Okay, so there's, the problem with the voting situation right now is that there's just too many options for fraud to happen. Here's, here's 10 of them. There's dirty voter rolls. We all know that. It's been proven that the voter rolls are dirty. Um, dead people on them still. People that are too, in addresses that aren't even correct. Um, that we know that the voting machines are hackable. We now have proven oh, yeah. that the voting they've proved that the voting machines, machines can have access to the internet and can be hacked. But like you said, lack of adequate signature verification. The official drop boxes are placed in unmonitored locations. So basically, only the ones that are on public property actually have video. The ones of people that volunteered for private property, they're not required to put a video on the ca right. camera. So, and 2000 Mule showed this, that there's a lot, they have a ton of video footage, but there's a bunch that don't. So, you know, that aren't, there's not a video camera on them, or somehow the video footage was accidentally Epstein'd, and no one, <laughs> no one knows where the yeah, video footage went. Yeah, it was turned went. off or deleted. <clears throat> right. Yep. So then, then you've got um, ballot harvesting by coercion. So p going into pr um, homes, in Rest fact, homes and stuff, Trump yeah. Trump just released a letter. I don't know if you've seen this. Everybody should check this letter out. Twelve page letter, and he talks about the coercion of elderly people to get them to vote for who they want them to vote for, and they're being coerced. Um, so that's happening, and uh, and we should get to that letter by Trump. Uh, yeah. That's a we'll, we'll, we'll talk well, that about in that. our show notes too. <clears throat> we'll have that in the show notes. So then there's ballots could be lost in the mail. Ballots could be mailed from any place, like you talked about. Um, there's no way to track the custody of the U.S. Postal Service. There's a separation of a ballot from an envelope. So once the ballot leaves the envelope, if you want to go back and audit, you can't even know, you don't even know where it came from. So it's like yeah. you can't audit it. And it makes it makes it completely in a, like lack of accountability. So this is the problem here. Everybody is saying it's the most Secure. Secure. And it's the least secure. And everybody's pointing the finger at everybody else. And no one's standing up and saying, not on my watch. I'm an American. Mm -hmm. I believe in, in, in one person, one vote. And I'm going to stand there and not let this happen. And it's, it's, it's almost like, I mean, I watched the 2000 Mules thing. And it was like, hey, if, if you believed Hitler, I mean, if you believe that Trump is a Hitler, then, then maybe you don't mind looking the other way and letting somebody cheat. Because it's for, you know, the end justifying the means. And because the media has so made him an evil person yeah. and, and so lied about him, 
that people who are not high-level thinkers are being turned into mules, handed ballots, go drop three off at this box, two off of that, five at that box, and they strategized it out. 2,000 mules pure, pr proves that. Yeah. Yeah, part of the, the, um, the ways to the voter fraud, too, is I talked about the, the, the rush, and I, I went on the Secretary of State's website, and they, they were apologizing. Sorry it's taking so long. We're trying to get our, our county clerks to go as fast as they can. And um, I, I know they're probably working very, very hard at the, you know, the, not everybody's evil in our system. And there, right. there are those that are like, we got to get this thing done because people are waiting on us. And then there are those that are uh, adjudicated that have to be replicated or scanned. And there are uh, those that are being filled out by others because they might have had a coffee stain or, or somebody sneezed on them or whatever the deal is. So there are just way too many ways uh, to take this precious, precious process that w lives have been lost over. Um, you know, there is one argument I cannot figure out about voter ID. It's, it's like, why is that um, a hardship or why is that discrimination? I do not understand that argument. I don't know. You need it for cigarettes, for food stamps, Alcohol. for driving, you need for, it for 50, just about everything alone. Uh, uh, but not for voting. Not for but voting. what is the inference that minority minorities aren't smart, that they don't know how to work a system in a good way, that they don't have identification? That's the inference. The, yeah. the infer I mean, that's I insulting. Mean, and, and that's in the primarily Dem Democratic Party, which is the party of racism, that's a party of, of slavery. I mean, the Republicans are the ones that freed the slaves, let's that's be honest, right. okay? So they, they, they're, they're inferring that, and then they, they do this to control and get power, and that's, and that's it. And because they make, they're creating a smokescreen so that they can cheat. That's what's going on. So if you truly love your minority friends... Mm -hmm. You should be able to help liberate them Amen. and open their eyes and say, hey, look, these people are using you. And there are a number of people within the minority community now that have woken up and they are waking others up. And uh, we had a guest on a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Uh, Machu. Oh, I can't even say his name now. It was a difficult name. Uh, oh, the pastor from uh, yeah. South Carolina. Yeah. yeah. He was a great guy. And yeah. uh, so, hey, it looks like we do have a caller looks like Frank from Morgan Hill. So let me uh, get Frank. him going. Yay, Frank. Frank, you're on the air. Awesome. Hey, you guys, uh, really smooth show. I appreciate it. Uh, I just wanted to give uh, a, 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 I, a, it's going to scare people, but it's, it's just a fact. In fact, there's this exodus that you're talking about in California. Who's replacing them? And if, in fact, the people that are replacing them were willing to do something illegal by coming over the borders in droves illegally. Who's to say we're not going to be in big trouble when things get really bad here when they start to participate in kicking down doors and if we don't have guns, you know. Yeah, you bring up a I, good I, point. I, it's scary. I mean, it's, I, I haven't really heard anyone talk about if, if, in fact, this exodus is happening and people are replacing them and, and they did this in a legal way, who's to say they're not going to be quick to, well, we already broke some laws. Why, why not? Why stop there? You know, Cr Frank, 
you bring up. You bring it. Take it off the air. Other than that, you guys are great. Thank you, thank you, Frank. You you bring up a really good thing, really good point. So, uh, two things on voter. If you watch Two Thousand Mules, and I highly suggest you watch it because there are people that were convinced of it when they finally watched the film. They people that are hooked on drugs on the streets, high homeless population, people that are easily who come into this country and don't have status citizenship are easily manipulated because of the fear of being sent out of the country. So that's, and the, the movie makes it clear that you, they, that the Democrats who control the state, they want low, you know, low um, people that had, who are easily to manipulate to get them. And it turns out that a lot of people that they, who they used to be mules were people uh, uh, who are either homeless or people that are, are illegal. Didn't have a lot to lose. Didn't have a lot to lose. And so they, so that's the that's the so that's the impotence for bringing in tons of illegals is you're going to bring in people that will be subservient to do exactly what the government tells you to do, and then of course three hundred thousand people left who are patriots, and now you've actually created just vortex of just subservience to the to the government. Yeah, yeah and then there uh, one of the things the two thousand mules talked about was the border cartels and. There were whole regions of Hispanic population that were voting Democrat, and they felt like they, first of all, they were told, well, that that is the party you will vote for. Mm -hmm. There is a strong cartel um, control along the the Pima County in Arizona, and I'm sure um, throughout the California, Arizona, uh, New Mexico Mm -hmm. border area that um there are people crossing the borders who who are eligible some of them eligible to vote some of them not eligible but they are being told how to vote uh and there's a lot of strong arming going on Mm. yeah and then to the second point that that frank made is that you know if you if you're being if the rights to citizens to have guns is being taken away then you basically have turned over the right to the government to be have a monopoly on violence and I, I remember watching uh, Jerry Nadler ring one of the other senators because he's like, are you trying to say that you're okay with citizens turning guns on, on, mili- on the military, on military troops? It's like, um, that's the whole purpose of the Second Amendment there, Mr. Nadler, is yeah. that the, it, it's the last line of defense if, you, if the first uh, the freedom of speech does not work, as you need to be able to make the, the government scared enough to... And make it the, the the stakes too high to try to take over people, and you know, and there's this really amazing picture, oh man, it's heart wrenching of um, the Nazis had these big boxes of wedding rings of people they took, and the the meme says they took the guns first and then they took the wedding rings second. Yep, yeah, that's, that's very, exactly very sobering. Yeah, it's very interesting that those same politicians praise the whole Ukrainian thing where they were giving out AK-47s to grandmas and kids and stuff like that. Or the president who left about 300,000 AK-47 rifles and ARs, you know, fully automatic ARs in Afghanistan. Yeah, he left a lot better than that. It was the greatest military equipment that any modern country could have we left behind in in Afghanistan, but but talk talk about uh, the J six. Uh, what we heard from Cash Patel was that when he was part of uh, the Pentagon response team on mm-hmm. J six, mm-hmm. that uh, Nancy Pelosi actually requested um, armored vehicles and heavy duty uh, artillery 
uh, to respond to the capital. And the, uh, basically they said, no, we are not going to be, th- those are the things that would shoot on our own people. We're not sending things to fire on our own people. Mm-hmm. And so when we talk about uh, the, the taking of um, uh, the, the guns away to protect ourselves, there's also, you know, the other side that, that to bringing in the armored vehicles. I am very concerned about what this summer is going to bring as far as uh, violence. And so we want to make sure that uh, we stick together. We're, we know what's going on. Mm-hmm. We're, very, we're very aware. You know, neighborhood watches are a good thing. Know your neighbors and, uh, and keep alert. If you see something, say something. Yeah, we already know that this summer, I mean, we had the Roe v. Wade overturn, most likely, and there's a new group. What is it? Uh, ter- what is it? With Something's Jan- Revenge. Janet- Janet's Revenge. Revenge. And, you know, and they already have a night of rage, it's called. So whenever it comes out, they're going to assemble, and it was the D.C. area, uh, you know, posters that were out. So they're mm-hmm. ready to start burning. To use violence. To use violence. They said if abortion's not safe, no one else is safe. That's oh. what they're saying. So, so we know that's coming. We know that... Um, I think it was uh, re- the resident said that uh, we're going to have food shortages. We will have food shortages. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've had all these mysterious uh, burn-down factories. 28 factories. Yeah. I mean, a train uh, derailed with all this fertilizer. You know, I mean, it's just story after story. That's if called that's sabotage. Case, called intentional yeah. sabotage of the f- American food Yeah, supply. terrorism, terrorist activities. So, so we're turning the J6 people into terror, domestic terrorists, but the people actually committing terrorism, we're not finding them, investigating them. People that are saying we're going to do violence, we will we will do violence. They're not yes. stopping them. So now this all sounds like fear porn and doom and gloom and, and yeah, technically it does sound like that. However, I've said serenity now. Now I'm in a better <laughs> mood. I was a little worked up earlier, but you know what? God is in control. That's right. And I know we say that. And I don't mean it as like a cliche, like you know, serenity now. Mm-hmm. But literally, this is what it will take for people to come to Christ. Yeah. And this is what it'll take to wake up the sleepy, sleepy body of Christ. Yeah. The ones that couldn't even get out and vote this right. uh, last week. Those people need to be woken up. How they're going to wake yeah. up? Well, they're going to start paying a lot of money. They're going to have to start pinching the belt. They're going to have to start living in a little fear when things start burning around because other people didn't get their way. They feel like they have to start burning and hurting people, and now people will be in fear. Then they will change. Mm. You know, you tried to tell them. I mean, Trump warned, right? If you let Biden as uh, the president, right. this is what you're going to do. Right. Oh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. You know, I don't believe it or ha, ha, ha. And now we see almost every one of those things to the T coming true. And that's just the beginning. So, you know, it said, I think, on the cue boards years ago, you know, people can't be told. They have to see it and experience it before they're willing to make the change. That's true. So I hope that this summer... Well, I hope none of this stuff happens, Amen. but I think Amen. it's Amen, we going pray that to. it don't. I mean, th- this is the other thing, and you said God is in control. There are massive, powerful angels around people. And if you, if you, I mean, the beginning of COVID, we actually went out over our doorpost and we covered the doorpost with the, the wine that was given to us kind of as a ceremony of the blood of Jesus covers our household during this plague. And we didn't get, we didn't get it for the whole full two years and just recently had it. And it wasn't, it was like a, it was like patty cake, you know. Blip, yeah. Yeah, so I, I really believe that there's a supernatural power. There, I'm not really believe, I'm absolutely convinced 
there are supernatural powers at work here, and that if you trust in the Lord Jesus Christ, you make him your savior, you ask it for his protection, his provision, you, you will be protected and you will be provided for. And there, the Lord is sovereign in all this. Like, it's gonna take the nation uh, to have to suffer a little bit to wake up. And it's just like Q said, you know, they cannot, you know, cannot tell people what will happen. You have to show them. Show they them. have to feel it. And we're gonna have to feel it a little bit to wait to You're gonna have to like, the way, sometimes waking up the bear takes a little more, you know, noise. Yeah. To, well, we had that talk earlier this evening, didn't we? We go, what is it going to take for California to wake up yeah. when we saw the bad uh, response at the, at the polls? And I'll, I'll tell you, it, it is time. It is time that uh, we support the candidates that have gotten in. We have some good candidates. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and to say, well, what if the vote doesn't doesn't count well we need to hold our county clerks ac accountable yes. you know we want to we uh, we start asking for audits we want to make sure we should have the right to feel comfortable that we have fair elections and so what is that going to take it means that we're going to have to get creative we'll have to call and say look i i know you say our machine our dominican machines in santa cruz county they're not a uh, part of the internet they're they're hooked to something else but but isn't there internal software in there that that will let them? You know, are we are we sure? I'm not I'm not convinced that that is true. Just because you say it, or even if you think it, there are it doesn't make it it true. And so we're mm -hmm. wanting some verification. Yep. We're wanting validation. We're wanting to know that our our vote actually is going to count. And then we need to get out there and stop making an excuse. Mm -hmm. And we need to vote and get something on record that we voted these people in and then see how things begin to pan out. Yeah. We need like a citizen investigation, a citizen ran investigation of all of these booths and poll machines and yeah. Got, there has to be, it can't just be, you know, oh, we're just trust us, you know. Yeah, we need to get those doggone drop boxes that have no verification uh, and no uh, no cameras on them at all. They need to go. Yeah. yeah, they just need to go. We don't need them on private property where they can't be verified. So get them off, get them off our streets. Take Zuckerberg, come come get your boxes back. That's Amen. right. You know, one of the things we need to do is we need to organize. Yeah. And part of that is just getting in groups, start meeting, you know. And uh, I think you're, we were talking about having a movie uh, yes. over the summer, a bunch of them so at the uh, Convergence. Yeah, we're not ready to announce it formally yet, but we're looking to do um, a series in, the, in July and probably Wednesday nights um, at the church. Uh, what is a Woman? Yeah, that was great. J6, which, is a, which is a film narrated by a person who's a, still a political prisoner for the last 17 months. Um, maybe do 2,000 Mules again because a lot of people have, still haven't seen it. Uh, yeah, and, and then another one. So we want to do like four Wednesdays in July and have them be... Yeah, wake up, waking up the bear movies. Waking the bear yeah. movies. And it's a time to just like fellowship and, and meet other like-minded people or people that are checking it out, you know. Uh, that's, that's the first step, you know. If you want to have a citizen audit group, well, you need to have a group to even work with. And so that's, that's part of it. It's part of networking. So Yeah, that's what Sam Faddis did in, in Pennsylvania. There were 70 individual uh, patriot groups that really didn't talk to each other. And then they decided to come together. They, they organized to come together 
and they went to the legislation and said, we are done with this uh, Dropbox mailing of votes. We want one-day ballots. We want one-day voter, and we want uh, voter ID. And they, they gave that. It was actually yesterday, or today's Tuesday. It was today that they, they went to all their representatives' offices, all 70 of them, all the, the uh, leaders of these groups, they wanted to hold their representatives uh, accountable, and they said, this is what we want. One-day ballots, voter ID, what was the other thing? Uh, get rid of the drop boxes, no mail-in ballots. Yeah. It so can it's be in done. person. It can be done. So he said if any, any states want to use our group as sort of a, a template, um, go ahead and do that. So I think it's a great idea, and I'm tired of us saying, well, they're better organized than we are uh, because, the, the, you know, it, it's on us. Yeah. We, we have great minds. Time to get organized church, time to get organized believers, trying to get, time to get organized patriots. You can't just sit around, wring your hands, and complain. You've got to turn those complaints into action or you're, not, you're, you're part of the problem, not part of the solution. Yep. Hey, it looks like we have a couple callers. Uh, I'm going to take the first one. Go for it. Steve from Santa Cruz, you're on the air. You guys are worth your weight in gold. You're golden, you know. You're doing God's work, and you're doing a great job. We need you. Um, I'd like to say that all my life I've avoided politics and the kind of uh, controversial crap, shall I say, that's going on right now around voting. Mm -hmm. It's the least thing I want to spend my time thinking about. That was until Donald Trump ran for presidency and decided to um, just to make America great again. Mm. And and, and, uh, I I, I finally saw a leader that wasn't going to just give us the same status quo year after year not do anything about the securing the borders and all that you, you guys you guys know the story yeah yeah he made a difference so he made a huge difference he was the first president in my lifetime and i'm charles friedman's age that i think really made a substantial difference in the things that i care about so mm-hmm. i wanted to comment on one of the things you brought up earlier which i think was brilliant the thing about the election, they're they're changing the they're moving the goalposts every election and changing the rules. And it's the drop boxes. Then it's mail in. Then it's this. Then it's that. And you brought this up. The more the more complex it is, the more it is. Um, I listen to your, I, like, I encourage you to talk more about that. Yeah, the more complex it is, the more difficult it is, the more confusion that's created in people's minds. And the more ability to cheat. The more ability to cheat. The more complex it is, the more, yeah, the more variabilities are created. That's just a basic science. I, you know, guys, I, I had this, I had this in, intuition that for the 2020 election, that there was no way they were going to let Donald Trump win, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. Um, they just could not afford to let him win, and and they would do whatever it took. And they even they even use those words. Uh, and I'm afraid that now that they realize that they you get cut out there. Now that they realize that, they get cut out. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, 
I, Amazing, Steve. Great, yeah, great. Thanks, thanks, Steve. thanks for the encouragement, Steve. We do have Steve. another uh, caller, Let's too, another so caller. we'll just jump on to the next one. Thanks, Steve. Okay, Richard, you're on the air. Richard from Watsonville. Yes, sir. Uh, let me just say that we could have... There wouldn't be any ballots laying around right now if we would count all the ballots as they come in uh, that are on the uh, mail-in ballots. And uh, after 8 o'clock on voters' night, there is no more counting. It should already be done and over with. Yeah. Shouldn't It shouldn't be a week later and you still got 29,000, 39,000 ballots left. Yeah, it's a game of how many uh, ballots do you need to, to win a certain way, and uh, you got to wait until you count, and then you got to delay the time so you can make those ballots. <laughs> That's well, why don't you sign your ballots, too? Why can't we just sign our ballots after we vote, and there's a record of it? Agreed. Yeah. Nobody does that. Uh, all right, well, thank you. Hey, thank you, Richard. Good Appreciate point, it. Richard. I mean, so um, so Frank and Steve and Richard that called in, when we do this uh, vid video nights uh, over at the local um, church here, you guys should come join us. We're going to have a, we'll have, the, we'll, we'll see the movies, and then we'll sh talk about it, so. Yeah, we want to see your faces. That'd be lovely. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Okay, we have one more caller. It's, uh, it's James. James uh, from Live Oak, you're on the air. Hello, can I be heard clearly? Yes, yes sir. Very clear. You, James. Excellent. So I was, I'm in the middle of a really beautiful music performance at the beach, um, but I got on at 840, and I just want to thank all three of you for everything that you guys suggested. I suppose I could repeat it, but why? Um, our, you know, we have some spiritual powers going on, and we beliefs are really important, but having people being involved expose what's going on i really liked you guys's suggestion i guess that's all i wanted to say except uh, thank you so much it was very inspiring thanks thank you, james. james appreciate that keep the faith brother keep fighting that's right okay thank you bye-bye yeah that was uh you know it's good to hear from all these uh these callers tonight mm -hmm. so you know there are one of the things spiritual things happening uh, i want to say earlier that uh roger stone was in dc on the 5th january 5th mm -hmm. and one of the things god did for him because you know he's already a target right right um on the sixth he was in the hotel uh, taking a shower and he said i felt the lord tell me stay in the hotel today do not leave this hotel wow and he didn't he was planning on going down to the to, to the capital and stuff and wow. what would have happened they caught him man he would be locked oh, up forever. especially after just getting out so that's that's kind of the thing that's yeah. how the lord works sometimes. the prompting the prompting of the holy spirit you need to be it, sensitive to it it makes uh, it reminds me of the story i don't know if you remember the the route 66 shooting that took place hmm. there was a girl in the crowd and somebody walked up to her and started sniffing her hair and said to her you're all going to die tonight and she got spooked and she went back up to her hotel room just before the shooting started yeah so there are things that we need to <clears throat> we need to pay attention to the dark forces the spiritual forces that are go around and also the, the angelic forces that are prompting us to make good decisions yep yeah we've got lots of things we can be praying for this we continue to pray for election integrity as they do the final count here in california and across other states that had their primary at the same time uh the pending senate health and judiciary committees that have 13 abortion-related bills mm. that they're considering. Be praying for that. To speak life over California. We love life. Mm. This should not be a state where it's dangerous to be a baby in the womb right. or a newborn baby. Pray for protection over the Supreme Court justices. Mm -hmm. You know, there's Clarence Thomas, Stephen Breyer, John Roberts, Samuel Alito, Sonia Sotomayor, Elena Kagan, 
and Neil Gorshitz, Brett Kavanaugh, Amy Comey Barrett, and Katanji Brown Jackson, who I don't know if she's activated yet or not. Um, so pray for protection for the police departments and the, that that the the handling of violence and uh, upholding the law in these days that that come. It is a spiritual battle. So we want um, we want to encourage you to be courageous and know that we are a nation of laws and have a contractual agreement with our constitution yeah. absolutely you know it says that we can bind things and loose things That's and right. so there's a spiritual realm that i don't see you know i don't mm -hmm. know if you guys see it but i don't see it but i know it's there and i believe yeah. it's there mm -hmm. and it says that when we pray into things we can literally bind things so if there's evil things happening we can pray against that and speak mm -hmm. against it in jesus name mm -hmm. and we can loose things and so those things uh, come into the physical after that. So a lot of times you see manifestations of violence and stuff. It's because they've been agitated spiritually. So, so we bless Santa Cruz County. We bless California. We bless this nation. Yeah. We say peace, prosperity, protection over it in the name of the Lord Jesus. Come meet us next week as we wake the bear. Thanks for joining us tonight. Yeah. Right. God bless you. God bless. This has been Wake the Bear Radio on KSCO, 1080 on your AM dial. Oh.